Ronnie, we talked last night, and you said when you watched Morgan run 352 last year, you said, I got to get this guy. Well, I knew he was just, you know, he was a slug four-minute miler, and they threw him in, in the mix. And there he's coming down with a lap to go, and he's going to get past, was it Holker or whatever his name is, the other kid. And I go, this Hulk kid's Hulker, got, yeah. this kid's Hulk a Hulk bitch. <laughs> and then he just faded a little bit in the end, and I go, he ran 352. And they said, oh, his best time was 401. I said, I knew he was a turd. <laughs> didn't break four minutes. <laughs> you got an old school stopwatch, Ronnie? You don't have a digital? No. No, he counts. <laughs> I carry, I got a, I got a, a what do you call it's it, a sundial. Here. I got a sundial in my are... trunk of my car. When these guys get on the track, I put it out on here. So sometimes they run that slow. <laughs> For uncut, uncensored versions of the pod and bonus content, head on over to patreon.com slash beer mile. You're listening to the Beer Mile Podcast. What's up, Beer Mile Nation? We've got a very nice podcast for you today, an absolute banger of an episode sitting down with some of the fellas from Very Nice Track Club, along with their legendary coach, Ron Warhurst, just hanging out, shooting the shit, just doing what we do, you know, having some pizza, having a few beers in the hotel lobby after the Badger Windy City invite at Gately Stadium in Chicago, talking a little bit of running, talking a lot of non-running, and just hearing a lot of great stories from the club and from the man, the myth, the legend, Ron Warhurst himself. As you're listening to it, there may be a couple parts that are a little bit harder to hear, or maybe there's some background noise because we were sitting in the hotel lobby and had seven dudes around five microphones. But if there are any parts that are a little bit hard to hear, just bear with it. If you want to see some of the race videos and pre and post race interviews from the Windy City Invite in Chicago, head over to our YouTube channel, Beer Mile Media, slap the subscribe button while you're there. Of note was Charles Hicks taking the win in the 5,000 meters in 1322, grinding it out from the front. Royce and Willis and Julia Whitaker going head to head in the women's 800 meters and coming away with a school record, nation leading time, and the number two and number three times all time collegiate 800 meter indoor. And of course, how could I forget one of our guests today in the mile taking the W in 355, our guest Morgan Bielscombe. So head over to YouTube and check out the channel Beer Mile Media. That's where all the videos are. Also, if you're looking to be confident and hygienic this year, manscaped.com, use code BEERMILE for 20% off. And if your other New Year's resolution this year is to look sleek in every situation, head on over to knockaround.com and use code BEERMILEPOD for 20% off all of their shades. Thank you to both of our sponsors, Manscaped and Knockaround. And if you want to support the show, you can support us by supporting Manscaped and Knockaround. You can also subscribe to the show on your platform of choice and give us a five-star rating review on Spotify and Apple. All right, that does it for the intro. Let's dive in to a very nice podcast with the Very Nice Track Club. I got a picture of Ronnie in a Michigan State hat. I'm going to send it to you. Oh, from today on the that, bus. That should be the album cover. Of it, it will be. Wait, I'm that's, sending it to you right now. Um, so he had, his, he had his finger up, and I told him I was going to send it to my coach, and he put it down and right as I took the picture. Or I would have gotten a great picture. I forgot you are on stage. I'm on stage? Slide the damn seat over. I'm course. sorry. Do you want to sit with me? No, I don't. Want to sit with you. Is that a real ginger ale or was that? That's a ginger ale. Yeah. Like oh my gosh. Furnace is a Michigan drink. <laughs> you can see he just put his finger down. What was that? Was That's that awesome. Oh, nothing. Nothing. Don't he worry about it. To Sully. He sent it to Kevin Sullivan. No, my coach sent it to Sully. Simino. Sully's not going to let us back on the track for another month. <laughs> That's fine. We got we got the lab. It was worth it. You're be like. Picking up, picking up garbage by the highway for a couple yeah. weeks. Picking up garbage at the track, at the indoor track, so it'll let us back on. <laughs> you up to East Lansing and pick up cow shit on the side of the road. <laughs>
burnt couches. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when we they play we Michigan State, Michigan plays Michigan State in basketball, <clears throat> I think, next week. So they'll be burning couches if they win. That's a, oh, or if we go to Michigan, do we just burn couches just for fun? Yeah, like it's just a thing. We have a new road in East Lansing, and it didn't make it a week without getting like melted. So from... do, they, do they like douse it with gasoline, or is it just the fabric is? I have no idea. Never been there. Yeah, I've never, never seen, seen, seen one. Ever done it? Actively burning. I've yeah, seen one burns. from an apartment window. Actively burning. Actively burning. That's as close as I got. And then they locked down, the police came and locked down the apartment complex. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of people burning couches. Mm. I've heard of people like I mean, taking we got, the we got beach down. Yeah. That was for, well, I mean, flipping cars is. Yeah, flipping know, cars. couches is arguably similar. Mm. Well, no, was, maybe uh, flipping a cop car is kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> I would say what a about cop tipping car. cows? They still do that? <laughs> I don't know. That's the hot That's, guys. that's a mean, midway. Yeah, I was just going to say that's like a, a true midway. Iowa boy. Not maybe. something I've ever done, but something that I've been uh, <laughs> enticed to do for sure by my old high school coach, actually. He told me a lot of stories about him flipping cows. It sounded quite fun, actually. <laughs> okay, should we actually like formally kick this yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. So maybe we should go around the horn. Wait, what do we want to say to around the preview or uh, what's the, what's the intro? intro? I You're the do, intro we, no, guy. We, I say we just we just kick it off and we do it, their intros. We're just we, in it. So we, we should do. We've been talking. We for should 10 do voices. Well, yeah. I mean, like you know, give them a name to match the voice. To a match and let's try. to a voice or a match to a voice. That didn't make any sense. A face to a voice. So well, how, this, we all introduce no ourselves. How about that? Should we do that? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. There's no video. So we, we had a name to a voice. I see what you are saying. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> all right. We're sitting at the Marriott Hotel lobby after the Windy City after invite. Day one. Day one. We've got some guests with us. Maybe, yeah, let's have the guests go first. Who wants to kick it off? We've have, we have four guests with us. I think we need an intro from all four <laughs> guests, just in case some hot takes come out of the background over there, too. You know? I like it. I'm Morgan Beetlescomb. If you don't know who I am, I'm not telling you. <laughs> That's fair. Perfect. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I'm uh, Nate Melenic. And I'm Nate's lookalike dad, Ray. <laughs> there we go. Oh, Brett Heimstead, yeah. special guest, I guess. Special guest. Beer Mile Media for the weekend. I'll take Every it. year at the Windy City Invite. I'll take it. And you got Adam and Chris, too. Of course. The guys. So we're just hanging around, eating some pizzas, uh, having some beverages, and shooting the shit. Yeah. I don't know. I feel That's like, all the uh, intro. Wait, yeah. I, I got one thing to intro, though. I got to okay. ask first. So okay. we have a really nice mustache over here. Uh, so I'm assuming that to get that beautiful mustache, have you heard of Manscaped? Yes. And, and are you a Manscaped user? I'm not. Not yet. Okay, not yet. We'll, we'll get your address. We'll, we'll hook you up. Listeners, oh, listeners, use code BeerMall for 20% off. Thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring this episode of the Beer Mile Podcast. Okay. That was now the smoothest in plug I have ever heard. <laughs> well, other than our other than our guests don't use it, but, you know, I'm sorry. I messed it up. We'll get, right. we'll get you guys there. I'm sorry. No, no. We're, we're Manscaped gonna is pretty awesome, man. Do you, do you, big fan of Manscaped. Big All fan right. over here. Big there fan. we go. There we go. So where do we begin? And I feel like I'm just like <coughs> babbling at this point. <laughs> uh, I guess first thing on my mind, uh, Morgan, you were here last year for the inaugural event. Mm -hmm. What uh, going into it this year as a new pro, 
what were how are your goals different from last year uh last year i knew i was in way over my head i got thrown into that 350 mile at last minute you know i never broke four um i was told two days before that i was in that race instead of the saturday race so i had no idea what i was doing this year this year i came in as more of a favorite than last year um so yeah that was it was a bit different and i i think this year that the focus was a little bit different than uh than last year where american record versus okay let's get a couple guys to ncaa's but let's have some fun with it while we do it it's funny you say you're you were in over your head though because i mean obviously you, you uh, raced so well last yeah year. i was gonna say you killed it was that a a change in trajectory on like now i'm can be looking at being a pro to get more eyes guys. on you. Cause like that was really a pop-off race. It changed my whole life. Yeah. I, was gonna <laughs> say, I, figured, I figured there is uh, no doubt about it. I mean, I had a, I had a good race at Milrose. I mean, I was seventh. So it's like, it was good to hang out with the pros and kind of compete, but coming in running 352 off of never breaking four, um, kind of in the middle of the season, not doing anything special for it was, it changed my whole life after that point. It was, I went from calling agents, asking people, oh, do you think I could do this? To people calling me and saying, hey, you should do this. You should run pro. You should, yeah, pursue this as a career. Was that was that always the goal before you ran 352? Like something that you wanted to do, but seemed more difficult at that point? Yeah, so before, before that point, uh, after the Olympic trials, I thought I was going to have like, a job, a full-time job or something, and running was going to be just a bonus. Um, after cross-country nationals, the the possibility of running pro full-time kind of stepped up. Um, so yeah, I knew it was an outside possibility that I was like pro full-time, but after the indoor season, it was like, okay, this is something I can, I can make a career out of and do full-time. Speaking of uh, full-time, <laughs> got a, a full-time working man over here. Yes, sir. Still, still, uh, I still keep it after it, living That's the so dream impressive. or pursuing the dream rather. Yeah. So what, what's, what's the day job? What's the full-time job? Yeah. So I work at a men's clothing company called State and Liberty. Um, yeah, it's just an awesome time. Uh, the guys I work for are super supportive of me. Um, when I, uh, actually, when I moved to Ann Arbor to train with the group here, I originally started at our retail store downtown, working 25 hours a week, barely paying the bills, just like chasing a dream. Got to meet the owners. The owners are um, used to be uh, one of them used to be a hockey player, and they'd be in all the time to do like training videos. And got to meet them. They got to meet me, and yeah, now I'm now I'm working at our headquarters and just be an absolute dog for them. And they get to support me doing exactly what I'm doing here, which has been awesome. It's it's been unreal. Um, yeah, I can't I can't thank them enough for kind of like where I'm at. And yeah, this year it feels like it's kind of coming around. Obviously, missing four today by. I think it's a tiny down a bit like it's definitely it's 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 like a gut shot for sure but like yeah man we're we're, we're adapting the training getting a little bit better and it'll come it'll come real quick i feel like a lot of the athletes we talk to that work full-time tend to find a lot of enjoyment in working because it'll take their mind off running give them especially like if you if you have a bad race give them something to work at outside it's of not life sport. or death yeah. for every every race would you, would you say that is accurate for your relationship with work for sure man i, I love my job it, it's a grind though you know it's it's day in day out working a lot of hours and i mean i love it though like well one thing i always told myself is i never really wanted to work in an office but like the people i work with are unreal the company i work for is unreal like our company like we're a super young company 
we're really, really growing and it's it's awesome. It's it's just a great time to kind of be how there. Many, and how many people you got working for you now when you started the double lift? When I started, I was somewhere between 10 to 12 at headquarters and we've doubled our team. We doubled our team in the year that I've been there and we're continuing to double. Like it's, we're constantly bringing in new hires and yeah, we're, we're really expanding. And we really found kind of like our niche market and it's just blown up right now. It's, it's great, it's a great time, but yeah, I, I think like the big thing is that like the job is awesome and like I, it doesn't feel like a job every day I show up, but like the support I get from those guys, the ability to be able to come and do stuff like this and like chase my dreams, it's, yeah, it's unreal to have that support. I can, can never thank them enough for it, so. So what's the racing plan? Like, are you, are you taking like three day weekends every weekend to go race? Or are you just picking your battles and not? So luckily with like the indoor season, you know, kind of nice. Like we got the University of Michigan. So we raced at some of those home meets. Um, I went to BU two weeks ago. And then obviously there's this meet this weekend. And then probably my indoor season's probably done. Um, I know there's a Michigan meet next weekend, but most likely I, it's probably not a meet that we can get into or race at. I don't know the specifics of it, but for more or less my indoor season's over. indoor steeple we put you in. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, now it's like shut it down for a little bit, drop the miles, just kind of like relax and just kind of like focus on covering a little bit. And then it's three days. Yeah. Very short amount of time. <laughs> I'll still be running. I'll still run every day. too. Yeah, of you know? course. Of course. But then, yeah, I got like a nice month here just to like get a huge training block in, um, kind of focus on a lot of the things that I need to focus on. And yeah, kind of like April, end of April is when we're aiming for our first outdoor meets to kind of come around. So. You don't have that itch like right now to just like next weekend try Dude, and go break four? I want to, but you know, it's th there's a lot of bigger things out there right now. Um, a lot of bigger goals. And I think that like the indoor season, I've achieved training wise what was needed to achieve. Now it's time to recover for a little bit, kind of build it back up. And like as much as I want to chase it, like. Like, what's the point almost, you know? Yeah, it's like, yeah. it'll come. It'll well, come. you could honestly, get down to 352 in your next race. Yeah. It was never, there. Never like, breaking forward to 352. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never if know. there were 10 races in a weekend, Morgan would do it. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think love breaking is, love four is, uh, breaking four is there. It's, and breaking four is not the goal either. Like, 355 or faster is the goal, I think, yeah. at this point. Yeah, so, like, awesome. yeah, it's just like, it's there. And I think right now, it's like, every single race I've been in, I've gone to the front, just trying to be an absolute dog every single time I step on the track. And that's just trying to what I'm what I'm trying to get back into. So, so yeah. it, it feels like you're definitely confident that the the training is there for like your fitness is there to run that fast. How what's your kind of like mental strategy for saying like, yeah, I am this fit to run it. And then you had uh, a less than ideal result, like uh, for the remainder of the indoor, probably not going to race again. Where's your head at going back to the grindstone? I think that. So normally after like a tough race, I give myself about an hour to be pissed. I didn't have that today. I was too tired. Like <laughs> post race, like he was coming, my dad was coming up to me. And he was like, you can't be pissed about it. I was like, I can't even think. Like, yeah, like, the hour is a good, that's a good rule. It's so like, I just, I can't even think right now, you know? Yeah. So like I give him one hour to kick the can and I said, then you got to forget the shit. Yeah. yeah. I said, it'll drag you down daily. But you get one hour to mull it over and it's it, not going to change what happened, but your mental attitude about going forward is what's got to be positive. Take a little positive, a negative situation all the time, and that gets you through the next, the next stumbling block. Yeah, I feel like I feel like last year. Last year was a huge adjustment for me for the training. Um, I came joined the team off of four months of like no running at all. Um, I had like an injury that just 
suck to deal yeah, with. It, it, jumped into the workouts and I'm like, I, I didn't jump into those workouts thinking like, oh, I'm gonna take care of myself. Like I wanted to push the team to be better and like really kind of like, yeah, just make everyone better. So I feel like last year I never really truly had a full season, but like this year it's like, yeah, definitely completely different. Like more adjusted to the workouts, had a full indoor season. PR to every single race I ran. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty nice. Just step forward. Feels good. That's, yeah. that's always uh, not feels usually good. something you can say as a pro. No, definitely <laughs> not. Well, I like to say semi-pro. <laughs> semi-pro feels like A, chip on the shoulder. B, I mean, Jackie Moon, man. It's my Jackie Moon. I love it. I feel like we'd be uh, remiss not to talk about a uh, very nice track club. Um, would love to learn more about both of you and how you kind of found your way to the team. Yeah, so actually graduated Iowa, um, had like a rough go of it my fifth year. COVID like didn't treat me well, I didn't handle it great, wasn't disciplined, like just kind of like went into COVID injured and just like fell into that. Um, by the time my fifth year started, I wasn't training with the team, overtrained I think during the fall and like just had a rough, rough go because like had to reapply to university, was taking freshman, like just a huge course load off of doing nothing and yeah, I was a miserable person, took it out on a lot and the people that I loved. And um, the last I would say, like, like meeting the company and like the people that I work for and kind of like where I'm at now, it's like I'm going back to more the person that I was before COVID started. Um, becoming that man again, more or less, you know, like just the dog mentality and just like, yeah, kind of like finding very nice was like. I moved home. Obviously, I was injured at the time. I actually reached out to Kevin Sullivan because um, he actually recruited me like one time, my like senior high school. I ran like an indoor meet for them and I shut him down right away. I'm not gonna lie, my dad raised me to kind of hate the University of Michigan. He did it. Was that? He did a he did a damn good job of it. No, but felt like I had a great relation with Sullivan and like I, I didn't know anything about the team either. Like knew nothing about it. I was just like shot in the dark. Like, let's just see what happens. He got me in contact with Mason, had a phone call with Mason. They invited me to a workout. Workout went terrible, by the way, like, cause I was still injured, but like, yeah, as soon as it ended, they were like, right, you coming back? And I was just like, cool. Moved to Ann Arbor a week later, and been there since. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. It's been great. I mean, just like the, the support system on the team and just like the personalities, it's unreal. Like, we had uh we had Sidious with us for a little bit and like those videos are like that's like legit like nobody was putting on a mask like that was like tiny tiny snippets of us i wish the video it was a great video wish it would have been longer and better because the team is unreal it's like it was tiny tiny snippets of not even the best parts of this team they had to edit out a lot they had to edit out a lot, a lot. Oh, sorry. Sorry. for what reason just a lot of different reasons so many different reasons <laughs> Because they want to be PG or because your team, you guys are not want to PG. be PG? I, I don't know. Yeah. It was like, oh, this might show them in a bad light. And I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so would you say you two are more of the loose cannons as opposed to a Mason, etc., on the team? or No, we're all loose cannons. Mason hides it. <laughs> Mason's like tracks. Mason's I'm the loosest cannon. Yeah. 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 I'm the oldest and the biggest cannon. How Spe put it <laughs> Speaking of loose cannons, just, yeah. just Ronnie, like we talked last night um, at the coaches' event, um, and you said when you watched Morgan run 352 last year, you said, I got to get this guy. 
Like what? I mean, what what went into that then? Well, I knew he was you know, he was a slug four minute miler, and they threw him in in the mix. And there he's coming down with a lap to go, and he's going to get past. Was it Hoker or whatever his name is? The other kid. And I go, this Hoker, yeah. This kid's a bitch. And then he just faded a little bit in the end. And I go, he ran 352. And they said, oh, his best time was 401. I said, I knew he was a turd. <laughs> didn't break four minutes. <laughs> and I said, there he goes. Yeah. So that was be. You came down at Christmas time. Nick invited him down, and we did a workout at Christmas. But he was just doing his own thing. And he came to breakfast at this place called Dino's with us. And uh, he fit, he was like he had known everybody for six months. He said, yeah. So I talked to him about, you know, getting an agent and doing this stuff. And I said, I, I can help you with that, if, depending on what your college coach wants you to do and if he's got any contacts. And so he kind of said, I said, all the guys I've ever worked with have gone with this particular person. Been real happy with him. So I called and he said, oh, yeah. Well, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> he, he saw the same race he, I saw. He, he did what his senior year? Like, oh, yeah, I'll take him. <laughs> no, he said... You know, and then he said, I saw that same thing. I said, I said, he's a, he's a killer. Bring him. Let's get him. So it took about nine months. He said, oh, you're going to sign him. But it took about nine months. Before, the way that shit goes It's getting contracts is just one big pain in the butt. And it's it's like they the agents say, we're going to get you. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. But until they actually get it and signed in, in ink and the guys first get the first paycheck, it doesn't mean boo. So that's, you know, and it's, that's just the nature of the sport and the activities. So, so I'm, I'm reading from you, like, is the, is, is him coming and working out for you or is him going to breakfast the more important thing? Oh yeah. Good question. I think it's the donuts. It's, it's the donuts. But it's, it's how you, I mean, but it's how you fit in, right? Like you said, he no, fit no, in. No, right? I said what you mean. Yeah. No, the most important thing was we, we got a pretty good group and everybody kind of feeds off each other. Yeah. And, and, uh, so it, the, the point of having a good group is having everybody kind of come together, find out if you can mix and match. And then after three or four months, it's like, okay, you get together, you bang heads, you do this, you do that. Everybody's got their individual personalities. They all got egos. Now they're all competitive people. You put them together on a track and practice. And the old adage that I don't race and practice. So to me, that's bullshit. That's where you learn how to, how to nut up and practice, you know, against other guys that are, have your ability. It's not like you're, pissed at Morgan or so-and-so or, or Nate or, or Hobbs or somebody else, but it's like there's just other bodies there that you might have to find if you want to reach down inside sometime in a race that there's going to be somebody there that's going to challenge you, and all of a sudden, here's your practice partner challenging you. You know, not every single interval or every single workout, but every once in a while, you got to you gotta go to war and practice to, to get that mental toughness. It just doesn't automatically happen. Some kids have it naturally, but 90% of the kids, you got to learn it. You got to learn how to do that. How, how do you go about that in practice where you're making sure that athletes don't go to the well, like every single workout and like making sure that their training is fit to them, but also like encouraging that competitive I can, nature. He got it all over his sleeve. Look at that. He blew it up. Look at this. It's all over his mustache. It's all the caffeine. So, you know, but the, you get stuff like this, you know, this goes on all the time. Everybody's, you know, and nothing's sacred. Nothing's real sacred. Nothing's sacred. Moms are sacred. 
We still tease Benny. We go, hey, Ma, hey, Benny, where's your mom? When he finishes the workout, he's all puffy. You know? We go, hey, Ma, where's your mom? Because that's the thing he said when he won the NCAA championship. He finished ran up the track. Where's my mom? NCAA certified mama's boy. Yeah, and the, so. But those things, you know, those are the things that make the group unique to the group that everybody kind of gets along. There's still egos involved, and that's just the way life is with everybody. So you got to learn to back down a little bit. You let people have their little space and their time. Everybody gets to, you know, puff it up once in a while. Everybody gets the shit kicked out of them once in a while. And that's just the way it is. When Eric first joined the group, we were in Flagstaff still. And he was like, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to join Very Nice. And so he started coming out to all of our workouts. And we did a Michigan. And if you guys aren't familiar with Michigan, <laughs> yep, yep. you guys should be familiar with Michigan. <laughs> For our listeners that aren't familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ronnie, uh, tell, us the, tell us the true Michigan. After he explained it's this one. <laughs> a 1,600 on the track, 2K on the roads at tempo. 1,200 on the track, 2K on the roads at tempo. 800 on the track, 2K tempo. It's not tempo, it's time run. That's the old term. Tempo is the new modern stuff. I'm the old school. You, but is it, you, you know, but is it the same thing? It's the same fucking is thing. It, is it, it's tempo. It's tempo. tempo time, time, time and threshold all the same. I don't know what threshold means. All right. so we <laughs> use threshold. Michigan State uses threshold. And that was the first thing. He's like, it's a tempo. And then he goes, and then when I started saying tempo, he goes, it's a time run. It's a time run. I got my stopwatch here and it times a circle. The clock goes around like this. And it you got an old school stopwatch, Ronnie? You don't have a digital? No. No, he counts. <laughs> I carry. I got. I got. Uh, what do you call it? Sundial. Where you're I got a sundial in my are... trunk of my car. When these guys get on the track, I put it out on here. So sometimes they run that slow. <laughs> After a week of training with me, the, the, the next day is a couple of sundial times. But anyway, so continue yeah. Anyway, this story, this very important story. Um, no, Eric just joined us. We're doing a Michigan and we are alternate. It's just me and Eric and we're alternating leads. Um, well, Hobbs, Hobbs started, but he was, he got sick. He got LBS. He had, uh, like, uh, and Charlie through. wasn't fit. So he, he couldn't make it past the half. And you know what LBS is? So little bitch syndrome. Uh, I got that a lot. <laughs> yeah, we're not picking on Hobbs tonight. Uh, no, he's, he's still a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he didn't finish the mile for whatever reason, and then uh, he made it to the half. He ran two twenty at the half. What's, he's got what's, the, what's the mile pace then? Like mile twelve hundred? Like does it all get quicker? Or does it start it at gets 5K? faster. Yeah, it, it, start does get, it was altitude, so it was like seventies. Oh, sure. um, yeah, we were four thirty nine. Yeah, and then they ran the two K loop at six minutes through the cemetery. It was perfect because I shouldn't make fun of this, but there was there were two graves that were freshly dug. And I said, there's a reason that they dug two graves over there. I said, one's for whoever dies first on your, on your loops in here. They're just going to bury your ass right there in the cemetery so you don't have to finish. So uh, so they, they did six minutes. They came back and they ran 319 for the 12. Something like that. Yeah. Then they came back and then they ran 204. And I said, damn, they're really humming it. Because I could watch them on the running yeah. up an upgrade. And I said, they're going pretty good. They're supposed to be at altitude. You can't do shit like this at altitude. I said, bullshit, we can too. I'll make you break it. <laughs> so they you, come back yeah. to the track. Did you did you put spikes on? No, no neither so, of us put spikes no, no on. Spikes we were both on. running so, flat. So they, they ran in flat. So he was saying it. I, I can run under 51 this time around. And I'm going. It was under I'm 52. Going, I don't I don't think so. And, and Eric said, say a word. So they take off running. He went like a bat out of hell. <laughs> He's going around and he comes around the turn. And all of a sudden, here's, here's this old fart of Vila. 
getting up on a kid's shoulder and he runs him down the straightaway and he ran 52-4 and he was 53-1 or 2. And I said, damn, that's pretty impressive up here. Yeah, well, also, uh, I was leading, so we were alternating leads. He led the 800 and, he, and Eric goes, I think we'll run like 206 to 208. And we come through and we have a, we have a rule where you do not check your watch unless you're the leader. So only the, only the pacer checks their watch. So I'm coming through, I'm like, that. God, I feel bad right now. And I'm just like, I'm gonna get through it. We come through 204, okay. That's He's feeling good, I'm feeling good. We get through the 2K and he goes, you know, just just run this strong, stay stay fit. Like I was talking a lot of shit to Ron. Oh, I'm gonna run under 52, I'm gonna run a 52. Hey, he'll catch his ass. He'll and, catch his uh, and then he's like, I'm not gonna run that. I'm not gonna run that fast. I just wanna be quick and smooth. And I'm like, okay. And I and uh, he goes, I'm not gonna run around you. And I go, dude, run around me. Like this is this is what this bout is meant for, is just that sharpening that race instinct. And yeah, lo and behold, I go out in a 26 point and I'm like, oh, I'm getting them. Comes humdinging around the outside with about 150 to go is Eric at altitude and all the you know all the teams are working out the same track and they're just like what ooh, uh, ooh, uh. and I was I was so happy because he did like exactly what he said he wanted to do he was quick smooth good transitions and I got my ass handed to me uh, and it was it was really good um, it was really fun that that workout was really fun. All right, so Eric just joined us. Eric, will you just introduce yourself real quick? Yeah. Hey guys, I don't think I met. Uh, I don't think I met you guys. I'm Eric. Uh, I run for very official nice handshakes here. Yeah, it's official. Handshakes. What's up, guys? How you doing? Official. No, it's official. Yeah. Yeah. Smell your hand. Where were they? No. <laughs> Same old bunch of guys. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is awesome, guys. I just went to dinner with some friends, and then. Uh, you, he dropped in the group chat that he was chatting with you guys, and I was like, "Well, I'll walk through." And the more, the merrier. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Man. Sweet. Seven dudes, five mics. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You do the math, I guess. Yeah. You guys just trap. Man, this is dope. Where are you guys based out of? We all live in this area. Yeah. Oh, so you're relatively okay. close. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're just like rolling up the suitcase. For like, <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> who we're gonna get yeah. today. Yeah. 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 Just got like five check bags on the plane now. No. Yeah. We're no, local. They mic me up for the machine. I mean, for the mile today. Oh, oh, you're the guy. I, I would, yeah. Because yeah. someone's micing me up. I'm like, who? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Some guys with some beers. Like, some dudes. I'm excited to hear what you said during that. We'll see. I don't think I got. When you pass me in the round of 100 to go, I said, look at that some bitch go. Who do you think between Ron and Mick Byrne, who has the dirtier mouth, mic'd up? Oh, I see. I don't know. With I was gonna Mick. say, I, don't I haven't heard. Of, I haven't heard uncensored Mick a whole lot. But um, Ron, uh, Ron's hard to beat. <laughs> Ron's really hard to beat. So, I was gonna say Mick's hard to beat, but okay. No, okay, we gotta we gotta nip this in the bud right now because I think he might have just taken that as a challenge. So like how so often point, can I swear on this? No, it's yeah, not even, no, it's not even it's swearing not sometimes. Like I can tell you a story of last week that he said that what I was like, I turned my head. <laughs> Take a look at my dude passed out on the couch behind us. Couldn't handle the beer bottle. We need him in the pod. This man is actively, he's texting, but he's asleep. But he's, he's asleep. He's texting. Oh my God. That's how, you, that's how you know you put in work at the track oh, meet, is, I suppose. Is he in a suit? Yeah, it's, there's, a, there's some sort of formal going on. In the, uh, like we've got a guy in the screen right in the hotel lobby. Oh my god, I don't know. Somebody run over there and check. That's too good. Run, run, You know, I brought your shirt. It's actually. Oh my god. Where should wear tomorrow? Warm up tomorrow. are you guys still selling very nice track gear? Yeah, they're in my basement. Can we pitch that for a minute? Yes. 
So it's, 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 it's on the it. internets? Yeah, it is. Uh, God, Luke has the... Um, Luke My his, son does all this stuff. Yeah, he, yeah. Has he mails the, it and doesn't sends it all out. So if you need a sweatshirt or so, you can just... Oh, should we wait? That? I don't know. There's it a, sounds like a... Uh, we're good. Like can you hear it? Yeah, oh, I can hear it. Right. Or like in the... So, uh, is that oh. a drone? Sounds like their drone. <laughs> That's what I thought. It's not our yeah. drone. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they grounded your drone. Dude, uh, who, yeah, who do you... All right, so very nice, very nice track club. Yeah, so all that the... just came from China, China you know. God. <laughs> China, China's that <laughs> shot one down. shot down, bro. shot one down over, over Alaska just yesterday. Another one? Yeah. This is what we want to talk about on the running podcast. Oh no, please get these shirts out of my basement. <laughs> so Luke Luke put Luke put in a good order. He he did his marketing. Um, he did his market research and ordered what he thought the people wanted. And then more people responded to the poll than bought the shirts. Interesting. So, yeah, a lot more. We need some, like, we need a some lot very more. nice track club stuff. Yeah, so he sells one or two a week. Yeah, no, we're waiting for the big push in the spring. Yeah, yeah, so you gotta get you gotta run better. Yeah, run better. You gotta get a new T-shirt. You They're know, taking up a bunch of room in our basement, in our closet, and the, yeah. So no, actually, Charlie's been the one dealing with it because Charlie <laughs> Grice has been living in our guest room Charlie. in the basement. Um, I thought your dog threw shit on. Oh, oh he shit you, on everything. Who do you live with, Morgan? Uh, so I live with Nate full time and Hobbs full time, and then Charlie's here visiting from the UK. So he's been staying in our guest room. Fantastic. Okay, and you got Thor. I get, and we got no, Thor, no, we got my dog Thor, and then uh, Miles, Nate's dog, will come to visit. It's a good house. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. How, how's Hobbs doing living with adults, you know? <laughs> Has he grown up faster? <laughs> what's, no. no. He's a, so what's the, what's no. the age difference between to take Hobbs him into and a, the oldest turn him into person? A junkyard dog. Nice. I'll let <laughs> you know when that happens. I, know, part of the I think Willis, well, yeah, we, we always have to count Willis. He shows up to practice. Phil's old Phil's, Phil is older. Yes. Phil's 41. Phil's 41. He comes to the oh, yeah. So he dropped a 52 on our 4x4. Four four. He did. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> that counts. That's very good. That, 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 that was a discussion the, uh, earlier at the uh, meet. What is the senior mile at the New Balance Masters? Masters. Yeah. yeah. Masters. You ran at what age, at what age wow. could you run oh, your yeah. age for the 400? At what age could I run my age for the 400? Do you think it's ever possible? Is death an option? I don't. I don't think like if you're 60 50, when you're 60 or yeah. 50 when you're 50 I don't, or well, no way if you're 50. 50. <laughs> I don't no, no, why that time I, I want to be trotting around and just be in that enjoying yeah he says with age grade like percentages oh, sure. oh yeah always, he's like the altitude I would be, so he's always like he's like yeah guys well like I ran 52 but like I'm 41, so I actually ran. I should. I should. Whatever. Yeah. He's yeah. like, he's like, I had the fastest leg in the girl whole team <laughs> yesterday because we did. So we did it uh, in our season opener. Uh, I guess it was a month ago. Yeah. We did a four by four duel and we split the team in half, and it was it was old pretty against sweet. The, old, we did against oldest the against the youngest, so the four youngest and the four oldest, and that was the squad. So That's Phil, awesome. of course, was. I'm the older squad. That's when you're in the 52. And I was like, Jesus pleasantly Christ. surprised. You kind of kept it in there. Yeah, I'm going to be wow. 40 in August. I'm like, six tenths of a chance. second apart. Can't run a 40. I think we had 328. Yeah. No, it was 322. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. It was not 322. No, because we, we averaged 51. Pretty slow. 52. It was 328. We averaged 51 points. 328.6, 328.3, somewhere. It was electric, though. It was, it was yeah, fun. Yeah, I, I, I gave Charlie a hard elbow, you know, welcome to America. Um, Got through the, the people's elbow. And no, it was it was cool. That was another just. Do you do uh, other take uh, like four by four versus four by four? Are there other workouts you, you have done like that where you split the team and compete? We done well. We split the team like five k and 
milers, but we don't really compete when we do that. We just no, we're just uh, trying to just, just for workout groups. Yeah, yeah. That, was, yeah. that was an actual meet when we did that. We have a recorded gotcha. so we ran like a K, and then afterwards we like did a tempo and some hills. We did and then hills, then we came back. We planned four by four for fun. It's a black blow our legs out, and we were like, well, how can we make it fun? And that was, I actually, we were at the table and I was like, let's do old versus young. And right away, Mason's like, well, I'm not that old. I should be on. And we're like, Mason, you're on the old Mason, team. Mason, just shut up. <laughs> I was like, you're almost drunk out of a hat. Mason doesn't want to accept his age. You didn't want to expect Pull out of a hat. I said, nah, yeah. you could get that. But could then it got strategic. Because we were like, okay, well, we're probably going to lose. Like, I was on the old team. So we we're like, we're probably going to lose the young guys. How can we, like, outwit them? So I was like, okay. And then right away, I was like, okay, well, this guy's going to probably do this. This guy's going to do that. So Mason has really long legs. So I was like, we need to utilize his legs. And so we paired him with Hobbs on the young side. We're like, hey, we're like, hey what, uh, what leg is Hobbs? And they're like, second leg. And we're like, Mason, your second leg. And so we, our goal was to get Mason like in front of Hobbs because we know his legs. So his stride was so hard to get around. And then we were oh, like, okay. Mason, run wide the whole time. So like it, it, so Hobbs eventually got around, and afterwards Hobbs was like, "God damn, it was hard to pass you." We were like, "You knew it." <laughs> 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 By running wide, successful. They were in lane three. They were in lane three. Mason also, was pushing about. It was the, awesome. the officials wanted to DQ us because we didn't have matching uniforms, and we we go, "You guys have no idea what is about to happen." It was two college A squads and then us. Yeah. And one of the A squads didn't even have a fourth guy. They just ran three guys. And we're just like, if somebody protests this, just tell me who they are and I'll kick them in the throat. This is, <laughs> like, this is uh, we're so gonna run. Fun. We wanted to run like what, 325, something like that. That was our goal going in. We broke that though. I'm I, sure. I, I, yeah, I think so. I know we averaged, no, it was 323. No, it wasn't. Yeah, we got quite a range I was at 350 a mile or two. Leave it for a poll. Oh my God. Try leave it for 12. a poll what All you right, guys think we I'm ran. Look it up, and we'll just accept that. Yeah, look at it. 326. Just accept that fact. Point six or 328.63. 320 is 50 flat. Check it. Down to the 100th. I didn't realize our goal 52 or 428. We think we can run. The, or are we still doing more that? Likely. I, just, I, just, I just put on I'm the not show. Good. All right. If I have to. I, I, All right. We need I a live reaction. You, but, right. but I need okay, a let's competition. Oh, right yes. now, he's looking up the results. Okay. Right. All right. Ronnie's doing it. He's 323. I'm 328. If Adam is going to chug a beer versus Chris. Yeah. All right. I'll be I Like, you know how you have like pros versus Joes where you put somebody in like lane eight? I would love just to show. Oh, you mean like Joe and the Ho? I think that's great. Oh my God. Just to show like what a regular person would do for that event. That's what we're going to do for chugging a beer. I think they do. President Biden. I'm Joe Schmo and Chris is Chris. So Chris is Chris. the American record holder in the beer bottle. Sure. Sure. All right. I need to. I need to. Morgan was opening beers. What's the American record for the beer bottle? 437. Which is significantly slower than the world record, which is four. It was a kid in Canada. What was his? Corey Balmore. No, before him. Ooh. Oh, Lewis Kent. Is that who you're thinking of? Brooks. Brooks guy. Lewis Kent. Maybe before him. It was a kid that ran for me in Michigan. Maybe like 447 or something. This was like 10 years ago. 447. I ran in Michigan. Oh, the, the wait. Canadian kid. Um. Jim Finlayson? Yes, Jim. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you're saying kids, so I'm thrown off because, you know, he's, yeah, yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's like a, you know, kids from my whatever. <laughs> Wait, did, didn't we, um, that was yeah, like no, he's a legend. Not the, yeah, absolute legend. Like that was like one of the, 
Jim was like one of the first episodes that we did was reacting to his. Was it a two mile? You yeah. avoid the issue, yeah. man. What was the time? Three twenty seven. I'm guessing three twenty seven. Oh, I was right. <laughs> Yeah, I pulled that number out of my ass. Not 322. Bummer. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, no. If Morgan's well, dead, so Morgan just opening happens to have a Milwaukee. Milwaukee. So you're in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. Put it in the table and pop it. This is a nice hotel, Rom. This is nice. You tried that earlier. It didn't go very well. It did not. You didn't want to destroy this. It's a pretty shitty table. Actually, you could do that. That would work. We're trying to get a beer bottle open without a bottle opener. That's the... Yeah. For for those that are listening and have no idea what the hell is going on right now. Oh, God. That'll work. Oh, see, this is why you're an engineering teacher. Yeah, see, that's what I would do. Oh, there we go. Did it work? You'll, you'll get it. You'll get it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Morgan's reliable, right, I guess. Thanks, good. Morgan. <laughs> well, you just took a sip, you cheater. This is why, this is why they can't Not take this nice. Don't worry about it. Was it? You're going to lapse the back of it. I'm getting a head start. Did you? Did you cut yourself? On the back right. of it. Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready? Wait, does anyone else want to do this? No. For that one? Probably not. I mean, you guys can if you want. Here. I'm not I'm not going to drink against Chris. I know how this goes. Can we stand up for this? No, it was. It's a scratch. Let's stand up. All right. All right, Morgan. Morgan will call go. Okay, let's. Uh, what was the time? Wait a minute. What was the time? Oh no, this is for. Really. <laughs> I want to hear it. Say it. Announce it to the boys. Okay, it was uh, three twenty-seven zero and three twenty-seven point two. Does uh, Does Ron often want to be right, or is that just? Uh, I'm always right. Thing? What do you mean want to be? I'm always. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's just because he's right. He's actually I am never right. I'm real but, close. But because he's right this time, that's why he's that's excited. It. It's got to be marked in stone. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually surprised, but yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, he's right. I'm silent. Just Enjoy it. It's incredible. All right. Am I counting you guys down? Yeah. From 3, 2, 1, go. I'm going to say 3, 2, 1, go. Okay. All right. You boys ready? It's got the All right. Oh, what is that? 3, 2, 1, go. Oh, that's right. pretty impressive. Jesus Christ. 5.4. 5.4. Roddy timed it at least. <laughs> he timed me changing his headlight on his car. <laughs> <laughs> Minute and 28 Wait, that's seconds. Wait, that's a digital watch. Where, that's come on. It's electric, that hand, handheld electric. <laughs> it's, a, it's an Iron Man watch. <laughs> it's a battery, right? It's handheld electric. <laughs> it's powered by the sun. I mean. yeah. As much as we make fun of him, he stays with the times very well. He got a, a new iPhone. Oh shit! Uh, Iron Man watch. Wow. I'm ready. He's got a I'm newer ready. car, 2020. Are you the social media manager too? You do all the social. No, no, I don't know. My son does. Son Luke. Yeah. son Luke does all the social media. That's pretty cool. I did roll my cool. last knee on in front of the football stadium at Michigan. We just have to dress him sometimes. Mm. Like yeah, his clothes, he'll wear so, the same outfit all the so, time. Sometimes then, I, but I, I wash the same outfit three times a week. I'm well, sure, if you're sure broke, don't fix it. I mean, so, so, yeah, but then, do I ever stink? It's your own sense. It's your own sense. Exactly. Okay. The thing with us old guys is when we finish a workout, we want to go home and sleep. I mean, us old guys. You were on the Young Relay Squad. I was on the Young Relay Squad, but I. Fair, fair. He I identifies mean, as an old person. I, I identified as old. I'm That's over fair. 20. Us guys over 20. Hobbs will be 20 next month. Hobbs will be 20 <laughs> in yeah, a month. No, but we are so tired. We just go home, shower, take a nap, especially after Ron's workouts. They're insane. And Hobbs is insane. like, good. yeah, 
Hobbs is like, I got to go do all the things all the time. Like, where is he? Just, is he going grocery shopping? What is he doing? Well, Rock so climbing? most of our routine is go from the track, the workout. We go to Kessler's house and uh, then we just hang out there for a while and go home and shower and sleep. And Hobbs finds something to do while we're at the Kessler's house. So he's off all day and we're like, how do you have so much energy? And then we remember he's like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Then he flexed that he struggled for a while when he first came out because it would be like altitude camp. So we train. He'd be like, hey, yeah, eat and like go lay down. He'd be like, nah, I'm bored. I want to do stuff. And then he'll keep going, and then eventually he'll crash. By day, like, five. We yeah, climb yeah, the mountain. I'm so tired. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome. But he still struggles with, like, the, yeah. We climbed a mountain on the on his, like, third day out there. And, you know, Hobbs is a rock climber. And I'm like, dude, I could not do that again. He's like, are you sure you want to go bouldering? You want to do this, that? I'm like, I want to, Ooh, but we'll I could not. Yeah. yeah. And he's very, very energetic and He's also very good at rock climbing. He's like nationally, he was nationally ranked. So yeah. it was like, yeah, running wasn't even his prime sport until he was what, a junior in high school? Yeah. So yeah, it's, no, he, he does, a, he does a lot and it's like, it's crazy that he has that much energy. Let's, let's go back yeah. to those insane workouts. Give me, give me a, an example or two that pops in your brain of an hard yeah. Ron workout. Um, Torture by Ron. Torture, Torture by Ron. By Ron. Uh, <laughs> and you guys can it? jump in too. Yeah, sure. Like six miles or six miles timed run. <laughs> and then we go up and it's do. not a threshold, not a tempo. Oh, yeah. I run 455 base. 455 average. Okay. And then we'll go up, do one by K hill or two by K hill. And then two by 400 meter hill, three by two. I think it's three by 220 or something like that. Some sort of ladder. Uh, the hill decreases, the yeah, the distance decreases, reps increase. Then we go back to the track, get some speed work in, like two, three, four hundred or three, six K, something like that. That's generally the layout. I like that one. I'm gonna write that one down. You know? Yeah, <laughs> he calls it pre fatigue. Timed run, you're getting your hill, you're getting your speed just all one. We do session. everything all in one. Okay. Yeah. I try to. Multiple systems. You've yeah, been doing that for a while. Yeah. Long, long time. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's kind of the idea behind the, um, the Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Yep. yeah. You see it and it works. We, I came from a program in college that was very split up. Um, we did different things on different days and I think it worked for me then, but if you're careful, I think the system works very well. You just have to be really careful because our workout days are 14, 15 miles yeah. easy. Yeah. And then you're doing long run that week too. So what was the, I'm trying to think of the workout. It was like the first week of January when I just got off the plane a couple of days before. And we did Morgan, it was you, me, Ben, this is in Ann Arbor, by the way. And we did a tempo. It was four or five miles. Like I'm trying to remember. Time run. We finished Sorry, at the bottom of the yard, right? <laughs> Jumped across the railroad tracks. Yeah, but we averaged, I looked at the splits after, we averaged like 445. It was like me, you, Ben, and Mason. And then we went, it was the day that you ran like 120 to 600. And then we, we went to the, we jogged to the indoor track. That day. And we did, that day. what did we do? I'm trying to remember, but it, it wrecked me basically. basically. <laughs> Cause I remember I was like, okay. Ron told me I had to stay in the it back the whole day. destroyed me. <laughs> no, uh, we did the tempo, that was great. Yep. And then we went to the indoor track and we, what did we do? We did like K's, I don't have to look it up. 
But I remember I was done. I was like, what the I fuck? I definitely have it on my like, Strava. And then at the end, we are going to do a 600. And uh, we're like, okay, look, look, like, be controlled. Like 125, 124, 125. 125. And then right before we start, Morgan goes like, I'll take it. And we're like, okay, cool. And mind you, at this point, we're like, Ron you know, started talking we're shit. We're like 12 or 13 miles deep into this workout. Yeah. Where's the shit talk strategic? And this like temple was on the front run. I put Maybe. And then all of a sudden he just goes, he just goes, Morgan, like imagine Jake Whiteman is like right in front of oh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I like that. And then I was like, no, don't say that. Like, <laughs> like no. And I then he's like, all right, let's go. And then we all are on a train of guys. And there's Nate. You were there, right? Were you in the one? Okay, there was like, I think you were in 121.6 or something like that. Well, anyway, and I remember I was the point man, like I was right behind Morgan and I was like, all right, Morgan, go out in 57 and then like, we'll go 57, 56 and seven. And then like, we'll run 126, 125 or something like that. And he says that he's like, imagine that Jake Wyman's right in front of you. And he took off. I didn't tell that before. He says, go. And we go, and right away I'm like, holy shit, it felt like a vacuum. It was like, <laughs> like basically, Morgan's gone. And I'm like half going with it, but I'm also like, this oh is so fast. Oh and we came to the 200, I don't remember what it was. It was like 25 high, 26 low. <laughs> and I was like, well, there goes that. And then I'm like trying to back off. And I like put my hand up for the guys that were behind me. I think Hobbs was right behind me. And then like Morgan goes through and Morgan, did you go 53, 52? Something like that. Because I was like 55 and I was like trying to slow down. I was like, I'm 55 flat. And I was like, oh, what the you hell just happened? 124. Uh, I think as we have 125, 125. 124. Yeah. And it just felt like, it felt like Morgan was in turn. He wasn't trying to slow me. down. He just died. No, no, no. He crushed. I think he went like 120 <laughs> or 121. I have the workout. But I just remember I found after it. the workout, I was like. He's got it. All right. Yeah. What was it? Uh, so we did five miles, 24, 24. That was outside. And then we went to the indoor track for four by 200. If you notice, there's a pattern, five, four by 200. Uh, we started at 38 or 30, got down to 28, three by 300, 42 high to 42 mid, two by 400, 56 down to 55, one by 600, 121.8. And then we did a five mile timed run as part of our cool down. Or, uh, sorry, a one mile timed run. One mile, five, mile minute pace. five minute pace. Yeah, yeah, one mile, that. five minute pace. That and that day was, that was 15.2 miles. But that was where our five mile, you mean, is this on Strava? This is on Strava. Strava. This yeah, is January 3rd. All right. Yeah. January 3rd. How, on how do you feel about Strava? Them, them sharing your training with the world. How do you feel about it? If they don't understand the, the, Principles behind it. Why you're they, doing you know, it? They, yeah, they can copy it. That's fine. If they want to know, people want to find out why I do it. They'll have to just you know do that and listen. Fair. Do you have uh, like a switch? You know, you can flip. Like for Morgan, you had. Hey, imagine if Jake's in front of you. Do you have a switch you can That's flip for every athlete? I could figure one out. <laughs> you got to get to know him a little bit. You know. You know. Yeah. But you don't just I mean, make that's a, what makes a good coach, right? Like you don't get just the knowing your athletes. You know? You watch them do things, and then you watch them interact with the group, and then you go, okay, I got that. Okay. And I usually usually spring it on them when they're shocked. They go, how the fuck did he remember that? What What did you, what did you just say? And everybody else is pissing their pants. That's true. But we try, you know, it's it's not it's not to be degrading. It's just like everybody's got a, they, it's a, it's a wake-up call for everybody. Hmm? Everybody hears that and hear what I say, and they all, every. The focus is right there. Bring auditory yeah. smelling salts or something. Yeah, <laughs> Pablo's theory. Don't cut your finger off. I yeah, scratched sure. my finger on the back of my knife, <laughs> on the like the handle, 
And Morgan's the only bleeding. one who can open beers around here because we don't have an opener. <laughs> stir, I'm putting the beer in and stir with your fingers. It's not even a real opener. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, a, it's a pocket knife that I got at Ace Hardware, and I just keep it on It's a nice Milwaukee me. knife. It's camo. Yeah. It is it camo. Fit, it I feel your, like it a, fits your style. It does it. Does it though? Yeah. Oh, well, yes, you got the does. mustache. You got the. <laughs> You're I mean, from Algonac, dude. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> all you. you know what? Oh, I yeah, we gotta bring that up. We, you we know, do have to talk about that. up Michigan, and he's the biggest fucking hillbilly. I, first of all, if I'm the biggest hillbilly you. you've ever met, you need to get out of the city. <laughs> no, not that I, said, I met. He's from Ann Arbor, so like. I'm from New Jersey. I grew up 12 miles from the city. I own a truck, so he's like. Oh. So who's the, who's the most urban kid on the team then? If you have the most hick or country, as Morgan. He's the most city kid. Hobbs. Yeah, Hobbs. I'm trying to pick on he's somebody who's not or Hobbs <laughs> or or Eric because he's from San Diego. So oh, like, yeah, yeah. He's a California yeah. dreamer. Like, that was really funny because I'm like, I'm like, it's so cloudy today. It's so cold. Oh, that's it. Cold. It's like 40 degrees, and we're, we're I'm always enjoying it. And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> we, no, went to, we went to the airport to pick him up and he had a surfboard with him. I said, what the hell is this? He said, oh, it's just, it's called a skateboard here, isn't it? Or a, a snowboard? <laughs> <laughs> but I do always wear like, there was a couple times where I had two gloves on and they were all making fun of me. I was like, I like to be comfortable. Because it was 50. <laughs> it was 50. Dude, well, yeah, I had like double tights on gloves the under 30. and they were making fun of me. That is a thing that does actually happen. I'm like, I'm cold. We make fun of everybody for everything. Everyone's got It's things. only fair. It's, it's, yeah. That's a team? I believe they call that a team. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, you got to have a thing. I'm the hillbilly, apparently. <laughs> is it, is it hard to get athletes to like want to join a team in Ann Arbor? I mean, obviously you all join, so it can't we be. Don't we don't want to try anybody else. Now we'll good. take one You're or good. two guys. We got five, six, seven people. That's plenty. Okay. Let me say that. If it gets too big, then it gets too To get Eric down. or Charlie. It was very much a natural gravitation. We were very happy to get them, but it was very, very natural. Um, over the summer, we spent the summer with Eric in Europe, and then, um, yeah, it was just like, hey, when you get back, like, we hear you're looking for a new group, or you said you're looking for a new group, like, train with us in Flagstaff, and we go up there, you live there, show us the ropes and flag, join our training if you want. And then Charlie Grice was out there, again, kind of in between groups. And uh, I don't think he was ever really part of a group before. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, a group of six or seven people. It's always two or three. And so, yeah, yep. So he's flopping out, yeah. around. And, so it's and really just been organic, not like a concerted effort in growing. Yeah, it was the group. like come, like at least you, hang out with You called me last summer because I was like, hey man, I might retire. Like, I was like, well, I'm, I'm not enjoying how, how, how many years ago did I meet you that we. You were okay, so yeah, this is a we were roommates story, in New York City. So I get a text. I get a text. Yeah, okay, so this is like 2017 or 2018. I get a text from Nick Willis. I was just a kid. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I get a text from Nick Willis, and he's just like, "Hey, man, uh, I hope you don't mind, but like, your roommate for the Fifth Ave Mile this weekend is is like this old guy." <laughs> and I was like, "That's what he." That was literally what he said. I could probably find yeah, yeah, it, but yeah. like, I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Well, it's my coach." And he goes, he's, uh, however old you were, I don't know, 150. <laughs> now you're 155. No, um, but I was like, oh, no, that's that's cool, man. He's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. He's like, you could you could get a change. We can get you an athlete to be a roommate. I was like, no, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care. Like, that's fine. And then I go, and it was like, it was actually awesome for a lot of reasons. One, we he was an hour in lights out just talking. Our, talking we were just track, talking, talking shit. Yeah, talking shit all night. And luckily, I was on West Coast time because I was coming from California. So he was like, don't you need to go to bed? It's like 1.30. I was like, nah, man, it's like 10.30 for me. I was like, I'm good. Like, we could keep shooting the shit. 
till one point I was like, all right, shut up. Like, <laughs> 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 I gotta go to sleep. But it was cool. And I remember one of the memories I have that Ron from that, that night, I remember you, I felt like you were like injecting confidence into me. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll go the pace. Like maybe I'll follow this guy. And you were like, nah, you're going to fucking do it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking do it. And then that next day, I think I got third or fourth. Like I ran really well. Yeah. Cause I could like, in my head, I was like, I'm going to go. So yeah. I'm going to go. Do it. But that was when we met. Which yeah. is pretty cool. Yep. That so was. that worked out. And then we kept in touch. And then uh, at some point I hit a crossroads. I hit like a lull after the Olympic trials where I was like trying to decide if I want to keep doing this and stuff. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, Ron, uh, by the way, as I'm talking. I can't. I got, no, I got no leverage on that knife anymore. You still try to. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. And then last summer I was in between um, trying Fair. to navigate stuff. And then oh, Hobbs, yeah. is, Hobbs reached out to me and then Ron reached out to me about like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know, I'm taking the summer off. Like I might go to Costa Rica and just surf. And like, that's kind of what I told them. And they're like, well, you want to come hang out in, in Ann Arbor? And I was like, I never been to Sounds Michigan. Sounds amazing. Is this pre or post surfing? This Before. is pre. I okay, was actually okay. like, like Costa Rica or Ann Arbor. It's a really hard decision. God tough damn it. It's so tough. But uh, you made anyway, a really stupid mistake. They're <laughs> like, look, 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 if you come to Ann Arbor and like it, like we might send the boys to Europe and like you can help them navigate Europe. And I was like, well, that sounds dope too. So eventually I was like, all right, I'll come out to Michigan check it out. And then we'll go from there. And then we were doing that. And then through the summer, it was like, I'll just help them. And then reassess in September about what this looks like. Cause at that time I was like, I don't know if I want to keep running. Like, right. But I could definitely like help these guys navigate their own careers. And that's like rewarding in itself, which is kind of what it turned out to be. Do you so. think like the focus on just helping them navigate took your focus away from like the stress of like deciding whether or not you wanted to do it. Yeah. It took the focus off myself away from myself. At, at what point, which was awesome. At what point did you like kind of like rekindle the fire and you're like, okay, I, I've, I've helped them navigate. And like, now I really want to. Yeah. That's keep a doing great it. question. It was actually probably during the summer when I was with Morgan and Mason and, and Hobbs in Europe, I was getting to know all of them. And, um, I was realizing like I was getting almost as much enjoyment out of them running well as like my own. I was like, wow, this is, awesome which makes it difficult for me to like jump back into racing myself but then at some point it made running fun so the day-to-day -day i would do mileage with them and i had just taken let's say two months off or three months away and i remember telling ron i was like ron i'm not running and you were like oh yeah, yeah whatever <laughs> and then eventually i would run with them each day just for fun because it didn't feel hard anymore or like pressure or taxing yeah, it yeah. was just like i enjoyed just like hanging out with morgan and I didn't realize we were running. We just happened to be running 10 miles that day or whatever it was. And then next thing you know, I'm like, I'm accidentally getting into shape. <laughs> and so like I would pace them in some of the races in Italy. And again, it was just like, I didn't really care to pace, but like mm -hmm. I wanted to help them genuinely. And like, that was so cool to like extract that and change the viewpoint of it. So then by the end of the summer, Ron's like, I think you should race. And I, Ron, I think I told you no. I was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. And then he called me a pussy. And I was like, all right. Uh, I got to know well enough. I get in yeah. <laughs> so eventually uh, I did. And then I ended up running a race, like, I think it was the end of August. You almost beat Hobbs. You, you almost beat Hobbs. I thought I beat Hobbs. Yeah, it I was very running, close. Uh, we ran a mile in London. And then down the home stretch, I was like, man, I feel good. There's 100 to go. And I passed Hobbs. And then Hobbs, like, I guess he came back on me because he beat me by 0 0.01. Oh. So it was close, but I broke four and um, I was like, all right, well, that was fun. That last month was the most fun of running I've had. And I broke four. I'm like, I guess, I'm, I, guess I don't need to retire because like, I don't know, I'm still breaking four, which means like there's probably something there. So then we get back and uh, I got back in September and I called you up and I was like, all right, look, I think I might do this. 
uh, how can we make this work? And that's kind of where, how it started. So, nice. And then now Morgan has to deal with me in practice every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not until, uh, not after tomorrow though. That's true. Yeah. I'll see you in, in going flag. back to San Diego and yeah. Flagstaff. And then I'll see you when, uh, when I go up to altitude. Yeah. But no, we have a, I mean, that also speaks to itself. Like we have a very open group. And that was one of the things that I had to decide on when I was looking at groups was like, VNTC was very much unlike anything else. I talked to a bunch of other coaches um, and a lot of them were like, this is what we do. This is our schedule. This is what we do. This is how I coach. This is how the guys react. I'm like, okay. And then I don't, I don't remember talking to Ron about how he coached other than him just bragging about the insane workouts he did. Like, I'll fix your answer. Yeah, like, I'll make you fucking work. Like yeah, wrong. and yeah. I told him how little. So you'll do things differently you've ever done before. Yeah. It'll be fun. And, Most you know, I never did hills. <laughs> we really had one spot that we could do hills in East Lansing. And he's like, I'll get your ass on the hills. I'm going to get your ass on the Harvard. And I'm like, what the hell is a Harvard? And he taught me real quick what Harvard was. That was, <laughs> it's one of our steep hills. Um, but no, it was very much just. Here's how you'll fit into the group. Here's what here's what you'll do, and <clears throat> yeah, here's the guys. You know, you gotta. It, he was more presenting just the guys on the team and how we'd all work together, rather than how he was gonna change everything I was already doing. Um, and it was just, yeah, okay, we got some fast guys. Uh, and at that point, um, they knew that they had Ben Flanagan coming in, so it's like we got strength. We got guys that are really strong, and then we guys got guys that are really quick. Uh, so you'll fit in like right in the middle as it pertains to training, but come if you want. And then they invited me to a bunch of cookouts and bribed me with food. See, yeah. It seems like the food <laughs> is really the selling the, point. Yeah, Mike Kessler on the griddle. We is should also know dangerous. Uh, Morgan doesn't cook that much. I do not. Oh, I, I suck so... at cooking. It's all right. You're, you're, it's a safe <laughs> We space. hooked him on a cooking aspect of it. No, it was Hobbs can <laughs> throw down. Hobbs and Mike yeah, can Kessler's throw down cook. and I want I wanted Hobbs to go to culinary school for selfish reasons. He should actually go. <laughs> no, but school. he's yeah. already pretty. I think, you know, that's, he's already pretty. Yeah, don't. He's got to do something else and just run. So we're going to push him into. He's taking Spanish class with me school. right now. Is he? Yeah, he is. That's cool. Dude, he's actually doing pretty good. I was packing yesterday to come out here. And he was. Anyway, he was just in the room because he was just hanging out with me. He, he was doing his Spanish thing. And then he looked up and he goes. You know, some of this is sticking. I was like, yeah, that's how it works. Like, <laughs> that's, such a, that's such a young guy thing to say. I was like, like holding his shirt and he was like, camiseta. I was like, that is Spanish for yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I know that. Anyway, no, that was pretty funny. But he's like, uh, it's funny because he's like, no, school isn't for me. And then he'll be like, we'll be talking about training and he'll be, oh, this is, this is a workout. We'll be we've been doing so many workouts like this and it'll just fry your nervous system and just goes off on how specific, yeah, specific everything on how specifically this workout is going to so affect like, you long term. So he's like an applied knowledge guy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm like, where do you pick this stuff at? Stuff up at? And then he'll send me like scientific journals. He reads about training all the time. Like it, and the I'm like, based wow. nervous system there's, I'd say is a very active. There's, yeah. It's crazy, and then he'll make him confused. Throw things up on the <laughs> That's true. That's up on the oven, really and I'm just like, how do you come up with this food? How do you come up with this recipe? Yeah, I mean, does he like challenge your workouts because he's like, well, oh, the physiology says. He says. He says. He says. Well, well, Nick did it. 
And I said, yeah, Nick did it after 12 years of being with me. He understood the whole entire system. He, I said, you want to do it in 12 months. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, right. <laughs> but rarely is it ever based off of feeling. I do, I, it's very mature in the way that he's very much like, here's the evidence, here's where this is applied, and here's where we can apply this. And it's impressive, but it's also like, we got to get six guys on board for this. Yeah, <laughs> we got to yeah, change yeah, a sure. bunch Everyone of people. Everyone responds differently. Which yeah. Is and problems. it's like, yeah. Well, and, so, and Ron, Ron sounds like a uh, shut up and just do it kind of a guy. That's very much our, yeah. Our yeah. Whole no. Team. I don't say no. <laughs> so you fuckers. <laughs> Let's get this shit done then, man. <laughs> so, so obviously, like the, the workout days are, are massive. Yeah. Um, at what point does Ron actually believe you when you're like, hey, I can't, I can't do this? Like, is, is there a, a threshold where you get there? Or? I can see it. I yeah. can see him. I can watch yeah. him. You know, so you know, Hob, you know when you're got his heart rate thing on. I go, what the hell does that thing tell you? Well, my heart rate's hard. I said, I can tell him when you're falling off the pace. You're, you're fucking tired. So stop. <laughs> Quit, you know, change this. Short one out. Leave one here. Go. He, he has a hard time with his, with his schedule sometimes. So. He'll yeah. do certain things, and he'll change the workout that we that we did during the day. And I said, "That's fine," you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's no there's no point in punishing people for the things they can't do that you wanted them to do that damn near killed them. You know. So it's like Let's, okay, yeah. they pretty much they're they're pretty much old enough, and they they're not machines, they're not robots. So when they when they say when they sense they're they're feeling after an honest effort of pushing hard, then okay, certain guys are able to do things a little more than others or shorter than others. So they'll back it down or yeah. they'll change in the middle of the workout. They go, you know, that's what we got to find out. That's what you have to find out about yourself. Yeah. That's and your yeah. experience with coaching. That's coaching, the, art, the art coaching of coaching. Is, it's, it's the art, art, art of coaching yeah. is educated guesswork. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the honest truth. Everything is a guess, but I've had 40 years of guessing pretty much close to being pretty much close to right all the time. <laughs> but but you know, with every every individual, that guesswork becomes a little balancing tool. Yeah. And they don't know what they can do, and I don't. I'm not sure what they can do. But this is the way we're going to try and find out. And that's how it. That's yeah. how all my trainings evolved over the years. And I think they've done things that they never thought they could do. Yeah, definitely. That 600 was an eye opener for me. <laughs> I yeah. He wrote home about that one. <laughs> I mean, you were hurting for a weekend. Boys I was hurting the for boys, a weekend. We boys in Algonac like that one. Like the next <laughs> two workouts, we were like, oh, yeah, yeah. We're, 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 gonna gonna we're all going, over that. We're all going yeah. like this. You think Morgan learned his lesson? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> well, before we close out, I wanted to ask uh, something like, where do you see a very nice track club in three years? I don't Selling know. a lot more shirts. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully getting those we'll, goddamn we'll about shirts out of my basement. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's no. what we're gonna do. Tell me, but next week is the high school big invitational high school meet, and what? So uh, we're downgrading. The, the director of this of the of the high school meets is friends with Mike Kessler, uh, Hobbs' dad, and I've known him for years. And he came up with the idea of having a, a running with the pros. So uh, we're gonna pace. We're gonna get high school kids. That, they're gonna run a 425 miles. So one of our guys will set set the pace and run a 320 for them. So they can hang on, and we'll do like two each guy with two two of the races, and then well, it's got some women to do it too. So it's kind of like it's a professional group, but we still it's kind of like back to the grassroots of stuff, you know. That's great. Trying to help the high school kids get better, and there'll be five six hundred kids there, and that's you know wow. we're gonna sell 
I'm not selling t-shirts. Luke will set up myself, <laughs> set up the t-shirts and stuff. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's kind of a community thing. It's cool. We were, we're on the track, outdoor track in the spring and the fall. And it's, it's an open track. It's the old ferry field where we used to have all our meets. And matter of fact, Jesse Owens set four world records there. Yeah. So we're down there and there's people running all over the track. We all, lane one, lane one. And I've got choice comments for certain people when they when I'm down there. <laughs> so, I'm so looking what forward they do, to what they want to do is they when I screw up, they make they want to give me a five minute timeout, you know, like a little kid. They put sit down in the corner, put we your dunce cap on. Yeah, Ron gets put in the Sit down, honey. I go, okay, I'll sit, I'll go around the corner and be quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that does actually happen. The comment on the bus was a big one. Yeah, that was like a very, he was in timeout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I couldn't talk for five minutes. I don't know if that <laughs> I don't know it, if that clip's gonna make it into the podcast <laughs> or not, but uh he was in timeout on that one. But like, it's dangerous <laughs> to laugh at his jokes. Because one, they're funny, but like it's he encouraging. Gets rolling, yeah. It's encouraging. Yeah. And then oh my, he'll do my it again son, or he'll my like, son, he'll my son says up. all the time, he's going, God don't. He said, don't encourage him, don't encourage him. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> don't don't, don't we gotta shut it down. But it's I say things, but times I'll like, just nah. blurt things out and I know I say, okay, well, can I, how can I get a rise out of these guys? So I'll say something and I'll go, oh no, Jesus Christ, you can't say that. I go, what, what? I can't say what? <laughs> and then sometimes we gotta laugh at it after he leaves. We just gotta hold it in and oh my God, did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> And so like some of our workouts uh, will be, well, all of the workouts, I should say, he'll be yelling at us like while we're on the track or, or on the field. And half the time, oh, I, can is, good, yeah. I can only hear him. I can only hear him when we come past them. Let's say yeah, we yeah, say yeah. we say we're on the track, right? So like three hundred meter them. track, big track here. Yeah. Or the wind so outside. we run past. And he's like, "Hey, fix your arms, like whatever." And then we're on the back stretch. All I hear is like I don't know what he's saying, but I hear his voice and he's like yelling. And every once in a while, you'll you'll hear out like Morgan. Morgan's like, "Wow." Morgan's like, "What did he just say?" No, I just fixed my arms. Yeah. It's usually most times probably it's about a fifty percent chance that he's talking about your damn arms because Ronnie obsesses with the arm carriage. But it was really funny. So the other day, I uh, jokingly, I was like, I was like, this is actually hilarious because one, I can't understand him when I'm on the backstretch, and two, he loves the yell. So I'm gonna buy him a megaphone. So I ordered it from Amazon, and I was like, it's kind of like a, a funny like gag gift. It was. It was I was like, he might not use it, but if he uses it, whatever. And if anything, it's like a it's like a middle finger. Like here you go. <laughs> so I, I bring it to practice in and a I was brown like, bag and open it up. He's this a few. So all everybody's there. I open up and go, this is amazing. So we get it out and I'm, they're teaching me how to work it. So all of a sudden my son gets a hold of it and he's going, ooh, 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 doing all those things. So then everybody's got to get their hand on it and they're all making fun of me when I say, okay, Brandon, back says, move your arms up. Baby. He's so loud. It's loud. It's so loud. And then well, his son just goes, God damn it, why'd you get that for him? I'm like, we, oh, uh, he's, he's gonna use it at home. We're also like, doing a workout yeah. on the roads and he's driving alongside of us in his car yelling with a megaphone. Wait, he needs he needs like a he needs like a blues brother. I don't know if you guys have seen blues oh, yeah. brothers, oh but he needs yeah. a megaphone on yeah. top of the yeah. car. Yeah, no, he does yeah. not. For the good of the public, he does not. <laughs> anyway, that was this past weekend. That was, it was funny. So. Yeah, that was, it was that it was, was recent. A, it was a big gag. I was like, Ryan's gonna love this, and I'm leaving town, so I'm like, I'm gonna give him a little. A little that something. was a final f you to us. Yeah, and Luke for... was like, "Fuck you, Eric." <laughs> 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 I was like, "I'm bastard." Out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like you guys need like a white elephant uh, exchange at some point. Oh, uh, that could be white. disastrous. <laughs> And that could be disastrous. Can we be there to film it? I hope. No. Oh God, that was. Ron to bring something just wow. ungodly. You let me know. I'll bring a, I'll bring a gag gift or something. No, don't. He'll bring a gag. <laughs> <laughs>
not even that many people are. Um, yeah. We don't need that many people. We were just we saying like, like, how long much longer the podcast would be if the longest podcast ever. Yeah, sorry, this is already a long one. You guys are. Oh, one eighteen. We have some good, some good closing. We had Benny here. Benny would be talking about my. So, what was option number two behind? You know, very nice track club. Behind VNTC. So it was um, Spice. Puma Elite. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I up and comers. Yeah, that was that was Alistair's group. Um, Again, another like new-ish group. VNTC wasn't that new. It was just newer guys. Yeah. And more just recently formal. And then um, I really liked Puma Elite. Uh, I felt more comfortable in Michigan, and I think the freedom that was given to me and just the, I don't know, it was the social aspect. I also, like I never took a visit down to North Carolina. Um, and I don't really, I don't regret my decision at all, but it was like, I never had the social experience that I did with VNTC. Um, they were so close to home as well. It was just very easy to get there. And yeah. like Ron said, I got I went in for a workout and uh, I felt very at home with the guys, even in Ann Arbor, which in all honesty is kind of hard to do when I'm State. coming from Michigan State. Yeah. 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 Uh, and the, the former head coach of U of M, you know, can <clears throat> you gave me enough shit that I felt like I belonged there. <laughs> uh, very much how we were at Michigan state, how we are here. Very similar feel in that regard. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was just naturally drawn to, to very nice in that way. It just felt like a natural transition, but yeah, I was looking at, at Puma and uh, <clears throat> Alistair's group and I think he's a great coach. Just not the situation for me. I did. Yeah. That was a, I had a really good conversation with Jerry. I, mm-hmm. I liked him. It was just one of those things where I felt like there wasn't enough wiggle room. Um, and at that point he hadn't taken the job at Oregon. I didn't know about that, but I, I remember talking to him and I asked, you know, what, what's your camp schedule? And it was like six or eight months a year. Yeah. Yeah. Like this yeah. just seems like I can't live. Right. You know? And right. now, you know, Ron knows I do everything I can to not think about running all day. So yeah. I'm very much, I, I very much act like an amateur or semi-pro runner where I just, when I'm not running, I'm just doing other things. I think he's close, close to home, close to his mom. His girlfriend, soon to be fiance. Work that one out, don't say that. Wait, what'd you say? Close to his mom, the girlfriend, soon to be fiance. But I said, we'll, we'll block that out. So that gets out, you're screwed. I mean, I mean she, she's not going to listen to this, right? So. Oh, she'll listen to it. I mean, okay, it's her, okay. I think it's her parents who would be more... Uh, <laughs> What the hell did he say? Oh my God, we got to get married. With all, with all the- <laughs> <laughs> They're from Ohio, so who's really stepping down? Yeah, I know. Oh. Oh. <laughs> These Midwest jokes are not awesome. even. Uh, <laughs> all the Midwest guys. Michigan and Ohio State are banned all the time. Oh, yeah, she went to Ohio State for undergrad. She's getting a PhD uh, at Michigan State. So very, very smart. Ooh, good for you. And yeah, yeah I know, you're right? leveling up. That's oh, absolutely. <laughs> It's still Ohio standard. I know. Kicking your coverage, I believe, is what they say. Yeah. yeah. The longer she spends at Michigan State, the more I'm stepping up in leagues. <laughs> the more I convert her into a Spartan. Uh, yeah. Was there anything? Was there anything? Sorry, going back to the the Puma versus uh, VNTC stuff. Like, was there anything uh, equipment wise that swayed your opinion? 
Very nice t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, all those, <laughs> all the t-shirts, all the swag in the basement. I did, I did so I do have to say when I visited in December, they gave me a VNTC Adidas t-shirt and I was like, do I really want to get rid of this? No, Yeah. but uh, I'm, I've never been a big gear guy. I was skeptical about the super shoes for a long time. I, I made a tweet uh, in like 2021 when I went to the NCAA 5K final, I was wearing Mambas just because I didn't like the Dragonflies indoor. And I've never been somebody that's like, oh, this gear is going to make me so much faster. These are my fast shoes. Uh, I really didn't care. I think uh, the training is more important. And there's a hundred other things that I could list before. Yeah, yeah just before the equipment. Um, at least at that point, like Puma, Adidas, and where I was coming from at Michigan State, Nike, were so close. It didn't, I didn't think it made a huge difference. What I wanted was a company when signing the contract, I wanted a company that supported me. Yeah. Um, and Puma, I, I believe Puma's contract was tied to Puma Elite. And Adidas, of course, was open. So that, that also tells me, okay, we trust you to make your decisions. We trust you with your training. And if something's not working, we trust you to move or find something that works. That's great. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I think that that's a big tell from uh, just company standpoint. Yeah. So it was more not really crapping on Puma as a company, but more the company that kind of pulled me away at first. And then I felt very, very natural here again. Sure. So yeah. The like thing about easier. our we're gonna check club is it's three or four Adidas guys, but we also have, you know, semi-pro and, uh, and, and <laughs> Benny's on. And when right. he got the thing for on, he said, "I want to, I'll, I'll sign with you, but I want to, I want to live in Ann Arbor. My fiance and I were going to live here and stuff. So, and they they gave that concession to Benny to live. Wow. So yeah. I don't, I don't. That's great. People said, "Why don't you get Adidas to sponsor you as a club and everything?" I said, "I don't know if I if I really want that." This is part of what to have, the athletes have, like. Have about everybody the club. to yeah. tell me what I have to do, what I have to do with it, and then they'd have the the, uh, the options to send people to me. Yeah, that maybe <laughs> maybe wouldn't fit into maybe wouldn't fit into our uh, our our group. Yeah. Mm. Wait. So when you guys race as a team, then you can each wear your own. Awesome. Well, I guess <laughs> your own three kit. brands. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Okay. Same we have club. to. So like it's in our contracts with Adidas. We it's have right, to wear the Adidas formal race kit. You find it with Tin Man too. Like yeah. 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 Drew Hunter and Sam Parsons. They won't race in, in their the Tin Man Tin Man yeah, uniforms. Yeah. Yep. Same got thing. It, got it. Got so it. that's the only thing. And like, uh. We put in, I think we made the mistake our first meet at Michigan where we put in like Adidas slash VNTC or on slash VNTC. And they just asked us, hey, when you guys go to bigger meets, like just, just Only please, brand. please don't do that. Yeah. yeah. So that's, it was that's fine for yeah. us. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. Everybody knows who. Everybody knows. Yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah. And yep. it's, yeah. So it's very much uh, mutually, mutually respectful <clears throat> relationship. Yeah, that's great. I yeah. Think, I wouldn't yeah. take on a, a, a shoe company to sponsor our our group uh and tell and they'd have to tell me that we have to be very exclusive to only their type of athletes i'd say i don't want that yeah so that's why i'm not, i don't push i don't want it i want we're open to other people want to come in and train with us but we're kind of kind of really settled with our seven eight people that we have yep and uh and we might have visitors here and there Sentuitz wants to come in the fall because he wants to go to a Michigan football game so he'll come for a weekend <laughs> say it's a training camp for a weekend yeah. But I just, you know, That's if awesome. they say we can't have Benny in a group, I'd say, well, you know what? 
you want, but I'm not. Because you were not on video. <laughs> no, you know, that, that's not. That we, when I talked to Ben, I said, whatever you, you know, see if you can train with us. You know, that's what, so he made the concession, or they yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. And it's worked out pretty well for them and us. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, Ben's had a hell of a run in the last year, right? I mean, yeah. Falmouth a couple of times. He's, on, he's, on, he's, he's doing well. He can't miss right now. Yeah, he's... I mean, even that K that he ran, he's like, oh, I'm in road shape. I'm a road guy. Yeah, and then he ran super, like a... Yeah. He ran 221 or 221. <laughs> I don't believe anything Ben says. When he, when he talks negative. His limits, he puts limits on himself. But also, I like that he doesn't let them get into his yeah. head in races. He's yeah. just a pure... Excuse me, a pure competitor. Yeah, for sure. He's tough as shit. Yeah. Where's so. Ben? Oh, he's with his he's, he's with his fiance. So they go everywhere together. Also, a thing that I don't know if a lot of other teams would allow it. But yeah, Hannah Hannah comes everywhere. They bring their dog. It's great because Ben finds his own. He gets his own travel arrangements, and it's what works for him. It's what settles him. Uh, when he was in Boston, she came and the the dog came, and it's I don't know. It's pretty cool. I like it. They offered. And, they just got a some of dogs. Oh yeah, they, they got. They just ordered another. Hannah loves dogs, so she ordered a rescue dog from Turkey, and 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 they he has got to go this week, and, and to, I think to this Turkey, week, Turkey, Turkey, pick Turkey. He's got to go. He's got to go and pick pick the dog was created, and it's going to be into Ella. Where is it? Into Laguardia. No, not a Turkey, oh, Turkey. A I, dog created. Not going turkey. to Turkey. I, I was yeah, going to say the country, Turkey. The country, Turkey. I said, I said, I said, I said, you better hope, you better hope that <laughs> dog's been in a crate before that, before the earthquake hit, or it's never going to get out of the crate in Turkey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just said other things. They're more concerned with than shipping a dog over. Yeah. That'd be a bummer. That this podcast is taking a wild turn. Crazy turn. Crazy turn. No, it's that's how the team is. <laughs> I mean, it, running is like our hobby, and then we just also do a bunch of random shit. We really send that, that meme, <laughs> your unemployed friend, on a random Wednesday afternoon, and that's just how we are. <laughs> that's, we send those to each other all the time because it started, and it's like some guy just climbing up a rock, a rock like wall, Hobbs. and we're like, Hobbs, <laughs> yeah. 100%. Hobbs, yeah. Or like, yeah. yeah, me and Hobbs and Flagstaff, or just some dude canoeing. <laughs> Like, yeah, we yeah. kayak. And Not to like Willis, when Nick Willis comes down to the track with his wife and the kids, they run all over the place barefoot. You know, these guys oh, are yeah. just playing grab ass with them. <laughs> playing okay, grab they, ass they, with they, little kids. Willis's <laughs> kid gave me a bloody nose two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they wrestle hard, okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they, kick, they kick and they know how to well, go. They literally kicked me in the nose and, I, and then I stopped him. And he's like, what? What? You don't want any more? I'm like, I don't. I, my nose is bleeding. <laughs> Like, I'm not a wrestler. I'm a runner. I was like, you also kicked me in the face just now, and that is a bony shin you got there. I was like, yo, that was the baby, the, the one little one. He <laughs> was the little one. Yeah, dude, he kicked the four me year hard. old. The four year old's just a really, he's a little tough, really tough, roughneck kid. So we're over Hobbs's house, and the next door neighbor is like six, maybe seven. He's about this tall, and and Darcy's this tall. So the kid said something to Darcy about, "You're not really as tough as you think." So Darcy stood there and looked at him and went like this <laughs> and knocked the kid on his ass. And the kid got up crying. And he says, how do you like that? And he walked away. <laughs> <laughs> How's yeah. this for a running podcast? <laughs> is it, is it what you guys I, I mean, I feel like yeah, this matches up with... kids are kind of savage. Like, like very nice is like, uh, you said running is a hobby. Like, 
running is the podcasting hobby, but the podcast is never about running. Yeah. No, it's about all the random it's, garbage that comes along with the running. You can see all of the running on Strava or when you watch the races. Like, that's yeah. all there is to see. There's nothing. They can't wake that super... guy up over there. Look at that. Oh, no. Wait, what is going on? That's a weird group. They're all a bunch of limbo drivers. Are they really? I love it. They can't get him. Maybe he's dead. Love it. No, this is so like he was peacefully. Oh, he's up strong. He pulled in his arm. He put his arm in there. Swiping right, you know. He ran out of swipes for the day. He had to take a nap off the swipes. He had to nap off the swipes. He was napping till midnight. We're almost there, and his his swipes reset. One guy's picking his I'm up. He says, "Wow, we got a couple of them." Holy This is Nissan. Holy shit! This is Nissan. Give some commentary to this. Oh, he's getting up. Yeah, your friend. My God, are you joking? Is actually no, I don't know. I totally bought into that. This is we got a, we got a bunch of uh, people like, at like the Nissan convention. Yeah, Nissan. It was like a Nissan convention. Who are just wow. like we're slandering Nissan now. It's a bunch of old dudes in suits. Eleven people passed out. And are they drunk or sleeping? What's going on? Oh, they're way too hard. And in Texas too. We believe in Howard over here. Who's driving? Oh, yeah, no, they're all the drawing cars. Are they, are That's the thing about Nissan. The cars, the cars are driving. That's true, but they have Teslas. Yeah, yeah all, the Nissan, all the Nissan execs have Teslas. Why are they so fucked? Why are they so like that? They, they, they drank their asses off. Oh, that was such a mess. Oh, my God. That was entertaining. Well, do we have any closing, like actually closing now? We're going to do Midwest goodbyes forever. I know, seriously. Um, well, outside, we didn't of, let you. We didn't let Morgan talk his uh, shit talk that he was telling us about before oh, the yeah. podcast started. Oh, oh, my controversial opinions that you oh, guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 With yeah the, whatever with your the whole plugs meat are. being yeah. covered, or air quotes covered by the Big Ten network, and yep. then you guys getting blocked. Yep. Yeah. Um, Is that today? That was every. That was last, last year. Last year and last today. Year. Yeah. We so offered to big cover the meat. companies like that not licensing yeah, right. out their their uh, streaming rights. For whatever reason, like, did you have an option to buy them? Or pay? So the, the only way no. you would be able to do it is if you did simulcast through whatever, like, like YouTube, whatever we wanted. But also, like, you would have to simulcast through the Big Ten Network. Okay. So basically, they want you to work for free for them. Uh huh. Like, they're, they're like, yes, you can stream it, but also like send it through us so we can get it all for free, kind of thing, so we don't have to pay for it. So. Yeah, that's a waste of time. It doesn't, I mean, and that's also just way more. They would, I mean, they would, they would shot a bit of cash for it, but it was like, like two weeks' notice that you'd have to set up a simulcast, which like is not a reality yeah. for us. No, no. We know what's annoying about all that. It's, it's, it. There's a. It's, it's a great way to pr uh, promote track and field, not just the circles around the track. Oh, look at the time and let's go home. It's about what the people do. Yep. You know, look at the Super Bowl. Not to make comparison, but it's been on for two days now from. 11 in the morning till 10 at night. It's all about not just the game, but all the added stuff to it. And yep. people are interested in right. reading that stuff. Yeah, See, I mean, the storytelling suffers a lot by just not having, I mean, real you can't people. even build a narrative They're if all you real don't have people. a stream. Yeah. No. yeah, we, I mean, last year it was so hyped up for so long. You guys did a great job a long way out hyping up like the American record attempt. And they came in at last minute and they're like, oh yeah, you can't, can't do that. Yeah, and it's we, just we had a lot of people really. It sucked because we, we had so many we had comments so many that people were not that great. like, like hurt our. I don't know, like gave 
unsubscribed from us, oh, like, yeah. unfollowed us, like reported us because we, which is ridiculous. We, we, they, they said that we like lied to them that we were going to stream it. It's crazy because like how many, but, yeah. how many uh, colleges or just like other groups had people in the audience that just like streamed it anyway. And they tell you last minute you've been doing it for so long. You've been advertising it for so long. They just come in at last minute. Oh yeah, don't do that. Or when they do stream, I mean, I, I got to tread lightly because one of my former teammates is one of the, uh, one of the announcers for the big 10 network, but a lot of a lot of track and field announcers are just so unprepared. They have totally. no idea what's going on. It's very slapped together last minute. Yeah. yeah, and having a group that actually cares is huge. And yeah, I like I said, what? I don't care if people get pissed off. It's not a hidden thing. Drive. Even it's drive. <laughs> even <Maybe>. like <clears throat> the even bigger meets. You yeah. know, you get comments like this person obviously had no idea what they were talking oh, about. Oh God, yeah, and. Yeah. They yeah they were just so uninformed. They Especially with like games. a lot of not just talking about us, but there's like so many talented uh, like younger folk who are kind of like up and coming, mm -hmm. more on the media side, and it's like ah, just like give them a shot because they're willing to do the work. I'll yeah. tell you who's a really fantastic announcer is Nick Willis. Yes, because we I did, did, he, did him on the pod. he did the announcement because he cares. When yeah. we were out in 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 Portland, they uh, with Jeff Merrill, you know he's yeah, uh, yeah. he ran for me and he was Willis. Yep. So he had him up in the up in in the booth, and, and Nick was calling one or two of the races. I said, "Geez, is he really?" Because he he knows all the rule, he knows everything about everything, and he was and he's with his voice inflection. It was really really good. I said, "You just keep doing this stuff." Yeah, I think that's what we're missing in the track media is like people like Nick yeah. Willis or like yeah, for me it was yeah. like Mike J. Like yeah. Oh, Mike who, J is the man. Dude, yeah. people who know track and field, they live track and field. Like that's their life. It's like we A, don't have that right now in like I think any of the streaming services that will cover track and field. What like, happens is we, like we have people who are passionate about it but like they'll just retire the right and, they, and they don't get like picked up by various streaming companies, you know? No, they're just, they're just not the right people for it. Like yeah. I think that's what it comes down to and it's like I mean, track, it's constantly evolving. I mean, yeah. every single year, like year over year, it's just, it's different. And like, yeah, I just think that the streaming services, A, need to catch up, but also like these conferences, like the big time blocking today, like, I mean, come on. It's like, why are we blocking track and field? Why should they yeah. do it? They're like, making $100 million at peace with, pro, with the football, Big <laughs> yeah, Ten Football like Network. Why do they care if somebody picks up on your stuff? Yeah. It's that's like when they, they don't want to keep up. When 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 Hobbs ran that three thirty four, the lady from the New York Times called me and said she started talking. Uh, one talked about Hobbs in the race, and the second sentence was about the shoes. And I said, well, you know what? I think if I if you look at the results, I think there were sixteen other athletes in the race that all had the same shoes on. I said, so what's a mute point? I said, did anybody get all pissed off when when uh, they kept making drivers and and in golf, the heads got bigger and bigger and bigger, and they went from hitting the ball 260 to 320. I said, every sport's trying to upgrade their equipment. Of course. It just happens. And I said, there's different than drugs. I said, everybody's got an opportunity to use the shoes and pay for them. So it's a mute point. Well, I feel like a lot of that stuff, like going back to kind of just like not the right people being in broadcasting, some stuff gets like way overblown as like, oh, like this is the narrative that all, like the, the entire media was like, hey, yeah, shoot, super shoes for like 
a full year. That was like, and it's, it's like still politics. going, Oh, the, the four minute mile is irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, not, it's a good, it's a good numerical barrier. Super shoes didn't get me there. It's a good barrier. People know it. We can play it as long as we want. Like that's the big thing that track and field has. Yeah. Let us keep it. What helps tell a story. It's like, why get exactly. rid of it? If it serves as still like a very valid mark for athletes to, to strive for. Exactly. It's a good point. And okay, more people are hitting it. You can say it's the track surfaces or the shoes or whatever. I yeah. don't care to get into it, but it just goes back to regurgitating the same thing. Like you said, for years and it's, oh my God, these shoes are so much quicker and the shoes are going to get updated. Uh, I mean, well, everybody's releasing new shoes. Uh, at least the Olympic years, it's, it's going to get redone. Are you going to talk about that for another four years? Because that was the big thing at the last Olympics. Yeah. Was, oh, the shoes are so big. Or oh, just, these. I mean, to me, it's kind of like lazy broadcasting where it's like, oh, that's a story we can tell regardless of who's competing rather, exactly. than, rather than just like, oh, yeah, like we'll actually learn who's competing and learn <laughs> yeah. what interesting stories they have. Google you know? eight <laughs> people in the field. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's not that hard. Yeah. And. I, I think about it all the time where if I were broadcasting, of course, I would know distance. I would know how to announce distance. Right. But when it comes to especially field events, like I don't know that much about it, but you can guarantee I'd research it right. or talk to other people or maybe just not do field. Yeah. Like just like, step hey, I away. Can't, I can't do yeah. this, uh, this field. Uh, sport I, I can't do it justice like, in the broadcast so i won't do it exactly i mean there's so much that go i'm thinking of throws specifically yeah there's so much that goes into it that us as distance runners don't see right and then even more so that non-athletes don't see but i do want to say there are those people out there it's oh, just absolutely. that like totally track yeah. and field is just like it's still it feels like such a young sport i mean it's an olympic sport it's like yeah. We have the people out there that know everything about track and field. Like we have the announcers and it's just like they can't cover every single college meet. They can't cover just right. like every meet that's like thrown together to run fast because like, yeah. I mean, the United States is huge. Man. It's right. like you can't just have them like announce from home. I mean, like, hey, it's this one guy I wish I could have announced every single race I ran in and like every single race every other athlete ran in. But like shout out to Jeff Hollibaugh. I don't even know who that is. For me, oh, yeah, I for thought me, that was the guy you were talking about. No, for me, it's Mike J, man. Like, okay. Mike J is an Iowa City guy. He He's so yeah. From Iowa City, dude. The guy, the, he lives He's track a and field. human computer. For, um, <laughs> has, his, has his track guy foundation to support Iowa athletes. He hosts track talks inside of, like, his garage. Like, right. the guy lives track and field. And, like, we have those people, but those people are not in the right, I guess, right places, for lack of better words. Right. It's like... It just, it all comes back to the media and the coverage. Like the way that track and field continues to grow is the media and the coverage, and we just don't have the right people in it right now. And yeah, I mean, like without people like Mike J, it's just like, where, like, where, where do we go? You know, yeah. it's like, he's legendary. The guy's iconic. And it's like, we need, we need way, way more of those. Way more people are passionate about like every single aspect. Cause like, yeah, it's like us, like we're distance runners, man. Like we care about what we do. Like, it's just like throwers. It's like, I mean, you, some guy throws like, far. You it's like, find I just it like, interesting, it's but like you still know, like, you know, it's like a little bit of a different sport, you know? Like, yeah. it's, it's, you're on the same team when you're, you know, in, in the college setting on the track team or whatever, but it's like, it is a different sport. It's a different skill set. Yeah, so exactly. It's different, you know, knowledge to understand. For sure. And how like, to, yeah. I mean, respect the hell out of like every single athlete I know. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I know the stuff they're doing. It's like, 
unbelievable. It's but just at the a same different time, understanding. Like, like it doesn't, I don't understand it almost, the technique. It almost doesn't register with me at right. the same time because right. I'm just like, hey, it's just like I'm chasing what I'm doing as well. And it's like right. we need people who like every aspect of it. We need them in the right places as well. Yeah. I think another great commentator was Kevin Sullivan when he did a Big Ten indoor meet a couple of years ago before he was might have been might have been just started at Michigan or he was from Illinois or one of the places like that and he did a indoor track meet indoor and indoor cross country you know, outdoor cross country when they started when the Big Ten started uh, yeah basically so that was really really you know and he knew he, he's the type of guy that like you say he'll study the sport he'll know he'll know all the people in the field who He'll do his homework. He's very, very meticulous the way he is. He's an engineering student, so yeah, matches his guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have to mention my my old teammate, her name's Sarah Kroll. She does a very good job of keeping the entire distance races like entertaining. She commentates a lot of the cross-country uh, championships, and she doesn't really allow a lot of lulls, which is something that I've always liked, and she doesn't, like we were just talking about, go back to the, oh, super shoes. Uh, or at least not like not very often or she knows when it's burnt out so yeah i was i was shitting on the big 10 pretty hard but she is definitely one of the one of the announcers that's she knows one she knows her space she knows the distance very very well and she's a coach now uh, i think at the high school level but another thing is you have to make these distance races or these longer events entertaining and absolutely yeah plugging every spare minute with some commercial it's like oh hey we're gonna go in the last thousand meters of a 10k it's okay yeah the 10k is a 30 minute event espn man sorry you got to keep the cameras rolling <laughs> like missed, something can the happen moves. they usually they say, miss the move they always go to yeah, yeah, yeah two laps to go and there's four people and in cross country you know you get a good hill Right. 1200 meters yeah. out 1500 meters out like, oh, breakaway exactly and she she would always do i remember she would always do a really good job of getting us to that point of just filling the spaces giving some background she knew the athletes um of course she was from michigan state so like we got a bit of a favor um and it was oh here's the but michigan state wins a lot <laughs> especially on the, on the women's side yeah. so it's like okay, here's how these, here's what's going on here. Here's the things that I know. I'm going to fill this space. I'm going to talk about the people that I know. And yeah, she, that's another thing that we need is filling with time with not commercials. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely a skill. Like it's not, Oh yeah. maybe we're overblowing how, how hard it is to fill the gaps, but the people exist for sure. Well, if it's your job, be good at it. Right. Like for sure. hundred percent. I mean, I, if I start running poorly, I'm not going to get paid. And it's the <laughs> same thing. That's it's true. the same thing. That's very like, true. If, yeah, if you don't, if you do your job poorly, you're not going to get paid or at least you shouldn't get paid for it. So yeah, sorry yeah. about you. Very <laughs> true. Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> I, I get a lot of those. Not wrong. <laughs> it's true though. It's yeah. true. It's Truth unfortunate. Hurts. And that it has come to that point where we're yeah. like, so many bad, so many people just need to step away, <laughs> please. Well, as to not end on a sad note, what, uh, what is uh, like a, a plug or something uplifting, something that you're looking forward to, whether it's your season, very nice, or just something in general for track and field? God. Or words of wisdom. Or words of wisdom. We'll take that. Or That's acceptable. He went to state. He doesn't have any. Let's get some, let's get some, <laughs> let's get some Ronnie words I, of wisdom here. <laughs> 
Keep it filtered. Yeah, no, we're we're past that point. It's too late. We got a table full of empty pizza boxes and a table full of empties. Yeah, we'll see you Thanks, Ronnie. Thank you. Have a good night, Ronnie. You want me to get mic'd up? I don't drink anymore. You really have fun. I'll see you guys in the morning. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Ron. See you, Ron. I think the big thing to take away from all of this, this whole conversation, is that running as a whole sport is just about having fun and establishing relationships. And if you don't have that and you can't talk to people, either people outside the pros if you're a pro or just other runners in general, then you don't have a whole lot. Um, Running such a simple sport, there's not a lot to it. And you can always relate to other runners in some way. Here's a thought slash question I have. You guys know the waste management golf tournament? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, like, how would you feel as the athletes if there's track that was more like that? Where there's, like, literally belligerent spectators screaming at you while you're racing, betting on you. Our coach just left. Are you kidding me? Did you hear him? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were were insinuating, like, the Masters competitions. And I was like, I've been wanting that forever. I'm like, why don't they turn track into, like, the, like, like the I feel like running is such a PG sport overall, it's where it's true, like yeah. don't hurt anyone's feelings. Well, you know, you're kind you're of thing. About, like Everyone's the 16th nice at waste management. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. saying yeah. like the stadium like, course where there's just like, yeah. beer. I mean, and, what like, if there were you know a track like that started that was more like, hey, like let's let's bet on these guys and let's literally like line the track and like be wasted and scream at them. The you issue know, would that be more fun. The issue is that like so many professionals in the U.S. rely on college meets and like. Uh, You're not just going to have that at college meets, you know, it's like the professional, the professional (laughs) circuit in the United States. It's tough because the United States is so huge. So it's like, you can't have like all of those events all the time because I think it's just a geographical thing. But like, dude, you kidding me, man? If I had a whole bunch of piss drunk, I'd be one of the piss drunk people (laughs) watching Morgan run around. Like, come on, man. I'd be be, betting on it. Like, hell, like, no, I think that's our whole group, though. Like, we get random people just jumping in our runs all the time, community runs. I remember we were running, we were warming up for a workout over the summer, and there was this girl that was also running from the track, and she asked if we could show her a loop. So we just showed her like our warm up loop and she had no idea who any of us were. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yep, well, yeah, we'll show you around. We'll show you around this loop in Ann Arbor. And that's the, epi- that would be the epitome of very nice is just a bunch of random people showing up to a race, even, you know, trying to jump in at some point. <laughs> we, we, we get a bit of that life. It's like, we're so community based. I mean, I remember one time, like we like threw out an Instagram post, like, it was like a random Wednesday, man. It's like we're doing hills. It's like a rainy Wednesday. And this guy that I actually ran high school cross country with, and I run a summer relay with him every single year, like saw the post and I showed up to practice and he's just standing there. He's like, what's up, Nate? And I was just like, one person showed up and it was that guy. <laughs> or when we, I see him once a year, it was that guy. I was just like, what's Danny, what the hell are you doing here? He's like, came and ran hills. And I was like, I was like, good luck. I was like, you're going to do fine, but like, good luck. Luke will like make a post. Oh, we're doing a Michigan on Friday night. And we got like 25 people out at the track to do a Michigan with Ben before he went to Spain. The track was packed with people when we did this workout. And I think Luke did a video. You can kind of see it, but it was definitely like myself, Nate, Ben and the people who are actually going there for the workout and the people who just showed up to see what they could do. And that is so much of just what we are. And I cool. love it. Just wish they had beer. <laughs> That'd but get fun. Barry Field, a bunch of drunk people. 
us ripping laps? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. No, that I think that would epitomize exactly what we what we do, and I think that would be our element. We should put that on. I say the real question is when can I get one of these sweatshirts? Yeah, dude, the beer mile. Give us an address, we'll send you some. Yeah, Actually, what, I will oh, give you, you know my what? address. Yeah, yeah. We'll set up an exchange program for some very we, nice. We've had so club, many people yes. ask us we'll for these. Guys, I, I sh we should have thought ahead. Like at three weeks out, I should have. You guys don't have a ton in your basement, like Morgan. I do not have a ton in my basement. No, no. You know, ladies are asking for them right and left. They're just all gone at this point. <laughs> and by ladies, we mean, we mean head coaches who are... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the guys with long hair. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> okay, I think we should probably close this out. Yeah, right. yeah you guys got to go to bed. Yeah. 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 I got 800 tomorrow. Yeah, yeah I've got 3K tomorrow. So. Well, damn. All right. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thank you, guys. Pleasure. Yeah, thanks. It's a ton of fun. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, the old oh. 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 Oh.